0: Hey, hey, welcome back, team, to another episode of Beautiful Dust Specs, a podcast that will teach you to dive into the ordinary moments of your life to reveal how truly extraordinary this life is. Each week, I'm going to bring to you, a, bring the life, a scientific topic or an idea that's going to show you how even the smallest understanding of science is the most power motive, motivational tool out there for us. So all you got to do is bring the curiosity. I'm going to bring the passion and the science. Let's go. This week, I want to talk about neuroplasticity, empathy, and gratitude. And the reason I'm talking about this is because of what you went down in America in the world of our election. The 2016 election has finally come to an end and 2016's been quite, you know, kind of a year here and I, as this was going I was just feeling like man, I'm really ready for this just to be done. However, I was thinking it was going to go in a different direction than it went and I took a week off of this to try and wrap my head more around this and really, you know, I want to make an episode here that's going to try and add to the good not to the bad. I don't want this to continue onwards to the the visceral reactions on both sides of the aisle right now because everyone who's everyone most likely has an opinion. And, you know, I honestly would respect somebody who has an opposite opinion of me versus someone who doesn't have an opinion on this because we are human and we have to have opinions on this and we have to know what's up. So this is trying to be bipartisan. I want this episode to resonate with us from the science and a place of good, not a place of bad. I'm assuming, and I don't want to assume anything, that a lot of people who listen to this show would probably be in in the same vein as I am just because it seems like the circles that we roll in are very similar to one another, but that's a total assumption. So please don't please don't get mad at me for any of this. And if you're against what I believe, or, you know, opposite of whatever I believe here, let's look at this from an open mind because I am vowing in 2017 to be more open-minded to listening to the other people because, you know, we saw this. We saw this just go down. Over half the population of people were, you know, know, the liberals were just sitting there kind of cocky assuming that this was just going to go down in the way that it went. And obviously, we've been totally miscommunicating with over half the population. (laughs) That's That's a polite way of me saying this, you know, like hopefully, this this is where it's at, but, you know, this whole thing here, this whole election, I'm kind of a walking stereotype when I get into this, and I I try not to, you know, I'm a high school science teacher, and you don't want to, you're not supposed to really share your opinions with the kids, but the sad and kind of the tragic thing is, the kids always want to know, you know, these kids are always hungry for knowledge, we always underestimate children and their understandings of things in the world around them, and they want to know things about us, because they care about us, they know we care about them, and they care about us, and they want to know, and, you know, I never really tell them, because I'm not supposed to, but at the same time, you know, I'm a walking stereotype. I, I drive a EV car. I drive a Chevy Volt. I am. The, I was the leader of the Equality Club at school. I'm a, I'm a science teacher. I'm part of Al Gore's Global Climate Reality Leadership Conference. I wear a man bun, and I'm a yoga instructor. I mean, you know, I'm not, I don't really, it's It's not that hard to read me. I kind of just take that and, like, laugh at them. But I laugh at the kids, and they ask me these things. But I want to just discuss this idea of empathy and fear. And right now, you know, in my opinion, and again, this is just coming from my heart and how I feel, what makes me what makes me feel funky about this whole thing is it feels like a slide backwards in humanity and to me and to where the reason i voted and the reason the way i voted it had nothing to do with policy even you know and I've, i voted liberal for as long as i've been able to vote and you know as of now i'm assuming i'll continue to do that for a very really long period of time so now i've told you what my beliefs are and all of it's always come from a place of social social justice versus uh versus you know money and taxes and that that vein which i know others feel very passionate and kind of the flipped idea of that and that's kind of what i'm I'm getting at in this episode is, you know, this feels like a slide backwards for fear. And it feels like a slide backwards for hate, and if any of you guys out there are you know warriors for good and are trying to make the world around you a better place, which I truly do believe in humans, and I think we're all trying to do that, but if that is like your core and you're aware of it, and your core beliefs are through the lens of trying to make someone's day around you better than yesterday, you know it gets really tiring as a teacher, I get exhausted as a yoga instructor, as a fitness coach, as people who care about everyone around us. It becomes very, very tiring it's just a piece of you over and over and over, but in reality though, I felt like it was sliding in that direction. I felt like that War was being won for the good. And then the things that were said, the stuff that was done, the hatred that was flung around this 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 whole election and it won, and it feels like it won, and I don't know if that's a reaction yet, I don't know how to sit in that yet, but that's how it felt to me, when I woke up in the middle of the night with this weird feeling, going to bed before the election, seeing on my phone, thinking it was 5 a.m., and it was really 3 a.m., I wouldn't have done that, because I knew I wouldn't sleep after this, and seeing that, you know, he who won won, and Trump, I shouldn't say he who won, like it's Voldemort, him who shall not be named, you know, (laughs) I'm a Harry Potter nut too, see, stereotype, and, you know, I sat there, and at first I was like, oh, wow, and then, and I didn't really know how to feel, and then I lay there for 30 seconds, honestly thinking I was dreaming. And this sounds so bad, and I know if you're on the other side of this, that statement right then and there probably pisses you off, and you're probably tired of hearing it. But that's just how it felt to me. And I just thought, oh my God, hatred won. Like the 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 fear, the the intensity, the the nastiness that was out there, we we picked it. We we went in that direction. And you know, I don't, I wasn't really stoked on the other candidate either. You know, like I thought it would have been amazing to have a woman as a president, and I respected her as a leader. You know, but she the liberals have made so many mistakes in this and the liberals are equally to blame in terms of my side, like we should blame and look at each other. But let's take a step back to look at this thing because I think the only thing left to do as someone who truly cares about this and wants to know is hope that this goes well. Hope that this maybe was the right decision. Hope that it all works out. Does my heart tell me that it will? No. Do I feel like people and things and you know science even are, are, are gonna have a rude awakening here? And yes, period. But this is my show and that's how I feel and I'm sorry if that offends you here, but I think the only thing left to do, the only thing that I can fathom is to double down on love, double down on love, fear, you know, and, and get away from that, get, I'm sorry, double down on love, empathy, and gratitude, get away from the fear and the hatred, those are the things that are controlling us, and this this whole idea of politics, and when you talk and argue and debate, which is something I love doing in a, in a tragic way, I, I really enjoy debating through the lens of just conversation, because of neuroplasticity, what we'll get into in a second, my ability to learn, but when you look at it from the angle of this, When somebody says something that disagrees with you, you know, just use left and right or whatever. So a right side argues with my left side. To me, I just think like, how can you feel that? How can you have this idea and this opinion about the way humanity in this world should function? But then you gotta look at it from the same angle that your argument is their argument in reverse. The way what you just said, they look at you of, I don't understand how can you not feel this way about humanity and the way the world works. And that's amazing paradigm here. That's an amazing creature to think about. And again, big ups to anybody who has an opinion for either side on either direction. And you know, I say that with a little bit of bitterness in my mouth because I don't overly respect opinions of racism and, you know, just not religion, what's the word, like just, you know, the whole viscera of hatred that's been going down here. And I truly believe in equality for reasons of science, which I'm going to get into here more so towards the end. So let's take the time to look at this through the lens of neuroplasticity so it'll awaken us to the idea that we are all human, that we are all on this earth is connected. Each of us sit in this chair, in our car, wherever it is right now, listening to this podcast or living our lives of 10,000 trillion cells, this machinery made of the same working parts, sharing 90, over 99.9% of the same identical DNA. If you're in a crowded street right now, somewhere that has people around you, look around you. You share DNA with almost, almost all of your DNA identical to those people. You take in a DNA Deep breath, you're breathing in the same air as all those people. You're breathing in air that's been breathed by every living creature on the planet since air has come into this existence billions and billions and billions of years ago. You are made of stellar debris. You're made of stardust. You're made of all the wondrous, awesome science stuff that you're out there. And, you know, if you've been listening to the show, I hope that's what the show has done for you. This show is hopefully creating good. I do this to create good. I do this because I see and I feel through the lens of science. The more I study it, the more it makes me feel connected to my fellow man to myself into this earth, and that makes me happy, that makes me motivated, that makes me want to live a life of awesomeness and try and spread good. So, those of us that are out there that are worried that the hatred is winning, that we're worried that the fear is winning, that you know, all these horrible endeavors of the human experience racism, homophobia, sadness, war, greed all these gnarly things that we've all probably been a part of in some way, shape, or form you know, worry, try your best to just embody what you want to embody. And that's where we can only go with this. When I sat there and I first, first learned about this, I had to lay in bed and really triple down on mindfulness. I was using every power of my mindfulness exercises and practices and skills that I've acquired through yoga and through life to sit there. Because what I was truly afraid of was I was like, I do not want to wake up into a world where not only is it feared that hate won, I don't want to add to that hatred. I don't want to look at my friends who voted against where I, you know, voted opposite of me and have reactions to them in the negative because i want to love all my friends i want to love all my family i want to love the people around me and in the end that's what i could go down to and they all voted for what they voted for they voted why they voted the way that they voted and that's just the way that it's going to be you know that's just what it is and you can disagree with it all you want my phone just hit the ground sorry these lululemon this one Code I have does not hold my phone in very well. Stupid hoodie. So, you know, just look at it through this lens through this. Look at this through the lens of neuroplasticity that everyone around us has been ingrained with the scenarios of their life. Neuroplasticity is the idea that your brain is this sponge. This brain of crazy amounts, just huge copious amounts of neurosymbiotic relationships. Your brain has on average a 100 billion neurons, what we call nerve cells. They are with you your entire life. They don't replicate. They do not grow, they don't, they don't really, they, they adapt, but they don't, they don't go through mitosis like the rest of your creature, the rest of your cells that are within you. So each of these, they serve to support and protect and be a part of your life. What they are, they're little, they're little pathways. They're little neurological pathways that bond and bind up together based on experiences that you've had. So you're each neuron. So each of those hundred billion neurons can connect upwards to 10,000 different other neurons. And what they can do then is they pass the signals along. So that is a thousand trillion synaptic connections equivalent to the sum estimates to a computer with a hundred trillion bit per second processor. So what that's saying is your body, your brain can hold Epic amounts, one to a thousand terabytes of information. I give you an example here: that 19 million volumes in the U.S. in the U.S. Library of Congress represents about 10 terabytes of data. So your brain is wonderful. Your brain is epic. You can create more neural connections in your mind than there are stars in the galaxy. I've even seen in the universe countless, inconceivable amounts of these things, and that's neuroplasticity. I am changing your mind right now. I am changing the fundamental connections within your neurons, your nervous system. It wires and fires together again with the body man your body is epic and I want you to channel that to this 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 time around in life I want you to understand that what we put around us changes the way that our brain is you know compressed and created and you can look at that through the lens of this and one of my biggest fears in this and I'll I'll maybe dive into this a little bit more is the idea that I don't want to hate the haters I don't want to walk in my life and fear and hate the people that disagree with me because in the end we're all fighting the same battle and in the end we are just byproducts of the of the of our lives you can't change that and it, and you look at it and you look at humans through that lens and when you're looking at immovable objects it it makes me feel more connected. It makes me feel more at ease. That it's just somewhat of who we are. That we're all a part of this wondrous connection of neural, neural activity. That we're all a part of this earth. That we're all a part of this thing. We're all going through humanity. And we hopefully are open to discussion. And hopefully we're trying to increase our neural capacity. But becoming aware of something, becoming aware that our brains are hardwired for various different biases based on our lives should enliven us, myself included. I was raised by two teachers. I'm sure I have very, very liberal biases, and my mission is to open my brain up to the different ideas, to look at why people believe the way that they feel opposite of me, to try and strengthen and double down on the neural connections within my mind to hopefully come up with new opinions, because if there's anything that you could enjoy in your life, it's to learn. I'm always so sad by students and people who have seemed to have really taken a bad rap on learning, and they think learning is something that should be frowned upon. No, no, no. Learning is amazing. So, anyway, Anyways... Neuroplasticity is your brain wired by your experiences. And one of the things I want to look at is this concept of empathy. And I truly feel that some people in our society, even as maybe a whole sometimes, we have totally lost the idea of empathy. And there are scientific studies out there that are proving this and studying this more and more to looking at the lens through happiness. And empathy and gratitude are two of the most happy things on the planet. You would think love, empathy and gratitude, gratitude especially using functional magnetic resonance scanners resonates at a higher frequency, shows more brain activity than thinking about thoughts of love so the first thing we can look at here is we're going to look at empathy through this idea of this cool study from the journal of neuroscience it was the marx Planck institute did this and what they came up with was this they were looking at the lens of this ebb the egocentricity egocentricity bias in the emotional domain what this means is that we're hardwired to put ourselves first so what this study did was they paired people up and they were they couldn't see each other and they had in front of them a screen that on one One side of the screen had one picture. On the other side had another picture. They were told that their partners had the same picture. The one on the left, they were said was their picture. They were supposed to focus on that. The one on the right, which was supposed to stay in their periphery, was said to be the picture that their partner was seeing. So what they were looking at is how would the person perceive the emotions their partner was experiencing based on the pictures they were seeing. So the cool part was that while they were doing this, sometimes the pictures were theirs were happy, the others were sad, sometimes they were both happy-happy, sometimes theirs were sad, the others were happy, or sometimes they were sad-sad. While they were doing this, they, they had like 70, 72 subjects here, upwards of 72, 72 subjects in this multinational team of international research were also given the people back. Bags of stuff to put their hands in. Sounds weird. But as they were looking at the pictures, sometimes they were given, they were given like a bag that felt gross. It had like toy worms in it. It was, it was, it wasn't real, but it was meant to feel icky, sticky, gross, not pleasant. They just, they just deemed it unpleasant. Then they gave other bags of like fur and other things that were deemed to be pleasant. And the cool thing was, is that when the person had a pleasant bag and shown a negative picture, they like dumbed down a little bit. Like they, they didn't, they didn't. They didn't come as they didn't explain with as much intensity the feelings that they thought their partner would have when they were given a crappy bag something that was gross and shown a gross picture they were more likely to really feel that that person was feeling in a negative way towards that picture what that shows us and what that shows us is that our our experiences are really wired into our empathy is can be wired into how we're feeling in the moment and sometimes we lose that as people we get so ingrained in our lives that I feel like we feel like we you know I. I have a wonderful life and I'm not I don't mean to brag here I'm trying to like explain like I I have a great job I have a fully I'm an upper middle class person I've been raised by the most amazing family I have a wonderful girlfriend I live on a lake I have two great dogs I have all this stuff and it'd be very easy for me to kind of feel and lose the empathy for people that don't I think it's hard to do this as a teacher because we see so much of it and as a teacher you see really rapidly in my opinion poverty is the biggest hurdle for all things education and happiness for the youth of America so I maybe am it's hard for me to relate to that but if you're never around that vein if you're what this is saying is that possibly you know this is not definitive it's just research it's showing us that possibly there could be a correlation remember correlation does not equal causation so this is just correlation that if you're constantly surrounding by good positive things you can lose sight of the negative in the world you can lose sight of the empathy of that and you know in my liberal viewpoint i feel like that happens a lot that the other side of the aisle has lost sight of that there are people out there that need our help that need this empathy you know and that's okay i mean that that is who who you are, but there are, you know, a lot of the people I know, it's mainly money. It's mainly comes down to taxes and this, this whole like welfare warfare thing. And I'm not totally stoked on welfare myself, but I truly do feel like I want to put things in place that will help the greater good versus just me and mine. When I have enough, I have plenty. And that maybe is where empathy empathy comes into. And what they were also able to do, which was really cool, they were all used a functional magnetic resonance imaging, which if you don't know anything about fMRI, man, it is changing science. I'll do, when I do episodes on mindfulness and stuff. It just all of this, like flow states. Remember the flow state episode? It was about these fMRI scanners. When they were doing this, they did the same experiment while it connected to these, and it turns out that there's a part of your brain, the right submarginal gyrus or RSMG, that actually perceives these feelings and would ignite and light up when there were corresponding feelings. When they were discongruent, meaning like happy bag, sad picture, sad bag, happy picture versus one and one, then they were able to actually shut them off with magnetic resonant magnetic stimulation turn that part of the brain off and it changed the correlation which they don't know what this means they don't really know but they just can show that there's a function of a brain a deep sub rooted like a deep part of our mind that can that has a pl- has a play in empathy and again we're just trying to show you this thing we're just trying to show you and we make you aware of it science aware it allows us to be aware to the bias of human nature because we are the only creature we know about that can perceive and understand this bias and use it for good the more you know the more you don't know with great power comes great responsibility and understanding that we have a bias in our life can allow us to be aware of it and being aware of it just the more awareness we have the better off we are so the the next part i want to talk about is this wondrous thing called gratitude and gratitude has been studied for the really long time you know there's information on it entirely like the the greater good organization from berkeley they do all kinds of stuff on gratitude i just listened to an amazing radio episode they had on this and just it was action-packed with it it actually deserves its own episode here So, there were also researchers that did empathy, or I'm sorry, gratitude, and we know what gratitude is. Gratitude is, you know, the ability to feel like our, like our live, like, be able to appreciate the stuff around us and be able to appreciate it relative to other stuff. So, the researchers found that grateful brains showed enhanced, enhanced activity in two actual primary regions of our mind. The anterior cingulate cortex, ACC, and the medial prefrontal cortex, MPCC. There's also research that shows gratitude drastically decreases your chances of a heart heart attack, because when Thinking about gratitude and being gracious, it actually allows the it actually allows the sympathetic nervous system to chill out. That kind of fight or flight nerve, that fight or flight idea, which is tough on your heart. You know, your, your 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 parasympathetic nervous system is much better. It's chiller. It's the chill out system, which is healthy for you. So what they can do here is that these these areas have been previously associated with emotional processing. They've also been in in, in associated with interpersonal bonding, rewarding social reactions, moral justice the ability to understand mental states of others. So emotional processing, mental states of others, all those things feel wonderful. And what, again, we're doing is we're bringing awareness to gratitude. You know the word. You understand the word. You have to sit back and make a choice to double down on gratitude, double down on empathy, because this gratitude not only gives our mind and our bodies a break from the sympathetic, from the nervousness, from the cortisol of the world, it also un- it kind of enlivens us. And there's data that's showing that you know businesses that, d- that are more empathetic and more gratitude towards their workers and their their, uh, their customers actually are more successful when they feel and want to make the experiences happy. You know, I'm a Lululemon ambassador and Lululemon is just amazing at how they treat their employees and how they treat the people in the store. And it, it's an experience. They call them educators instead of workers, you know, and it's really awesome. It's a really unique thing to think about. And the people love it. People dig it. I mean, it's expensive clothing. It's the greatest clothing ever. Dudes out there in the world, if you have not bought the ABC pants from Lululemon, go get yourself some. they're just amazing they're dress pants i could teach a yoga class in they're amazing Anyways, back to gratitude. So that's what this data is showing us. There is functional data, actual data in brain scans that show that empathy and gratitude can allow us to enliven ourselves. And in closing here, we can get back to this from this whole world here. We're gonna be ingrained with this. And if you feel the way I feel, it's gonna be very difficult to understand this. And by being empathy and being gra- by being having empathy and having gratitude in this current situation, which you probably feel all different types, bottom sides, and sides from Stoke, you're happy that he he got elected to fear you're sad that he got elected you know it's not complacency we are being aware of this i am going to be grateful for my life i'm going to have empathy for those around me but if i see injustice taking place if i see things go down that i don't want to be a part of that i don't want to see my world become into i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna go for it you know i'm gonna put my ring into the hat but for me what i can do is i can create greater good for my students i can create greater good for my yoga classes my people around me and i can keep putting this thing out here keep showing us and doubling down again on wonderness on amazingness is wonderness a word on wonderful things And making myself and hopefully you feel that you are this amazing walking, talking, thinking creature on this planet. As Carl Sagan once said, every one of every one of us is every one of us is, in the cosmic perspective, precious. If a human disagrees with you, let him live. In a hundred billion galaxies, you will not find another. And that quote gives you a lot to chew on. And every one of us is, in the cosmic perspective, precious. If a human disagrees with you, let him live. In a hundred billion galaxies, you will not find another. So as you go out here, as you double, triple down on whatever it is you want to do to try and make your world first, you have to tend your garden. You have to make sure your garden and your tree is growing before you can affect the other trees around you. If you get that going first, understand that all the people around you on all sides of the aisle are amazing. All of us a a wonderful, epic, awesome, crazy walking, talking, thinking, feeling thing that integrates with this planet, this earth made of terrestrial stellar debris that is made of the same stuff as you. A planet that we can put stuff into to the ground, little seeds and food will pop up for us and our friends around us. This brain, this body, this thing, this mind that we call a human that can not just perceive the anger, the hatred, the fear, the viscera, the politics of the world. We can create art. We can see art. We can feel art. We can create music, sonnets, poems, love, a wonderfulness. We can dance to our favorite song. We can create a new song. We could read a book. We can pet our dog. We can pick up garbage. We can do whatever it is we want to do because we are a neural plastic, amazing walking talking thinking feeling thing so don't hate the haters because if you hate the haters you're just adding on to the hatred in the world love the haters to the best of your ability but if they are not resonating with you and they're not enlivening you leave the quote leave the you know leave the conversation leave it to the thing because in the end debating is difficult and in the end having true conversations about this with two people that can make a difference in their own mind is almost impossible to find but remember though In all this world, you are amazing. You are the most wondrous creation that nature has ever created. Evolution has given us this life, this amazing thing that we call Homo sapien, over 3.4 billion years in a galaxy that has evolved, in a universe that has evolved for 13.7. Our origin story is more amazing than any story, any comic book, any Harry Potter, any J.K. Rowling could ever comprehend, and you're playing it out. So try your best to remember that we are all connected. Try your best to remember that we're all made of star stuff, that we are the universe's way of understanding itself, that we are connected to this universe, that this universe is a part of us, that we are going to be this empathetic, gracious, loving, caring thing, this amazing, wonderful, epic, awesome, happy as possible in any given moment, beautiful dustbeck. So I love you guys. And hopefully you're loving this. Hopefully you love that little rant there. Sorry if that felt ranty, but I just wanted to put that out there, trying to give you a little bit of the science behind the empathy and reminding us that we are all amazing, walking, talking, beautiful dust specks and if you can if you want to if this resonated with you at all we can only thing we can do is teach we can teach the next person around us we can pass on something to somebody that resonated with us to hope it resonates with them to keep the vibrations to keep the frequencies of nature in the human experience resonating in the positive so if this felt positive to you if this made you feel good turn it off take a moment practice a gratitude meditation i've been doing this every morning and it 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 helps it's simple it seems woo woo it seems fruity but you just sit there close your eyes and in your mind, you just say, I am grateful for and go. And sometimes I go, I am grateful for my dogs. I am grateful for buttered coffee. I am grateful for my home. I am grateful for my job. Other times I just go, I am grateful for my dogs home, butter coffee, my family my girlfriend and I just list them off in my head or you could write them down it's just called a gratitude meditation if you like that and you want to step it up you can do what's called a loving kindness meditation you sit quietly and as you breathe you you throw positive vibes to the people around you I throw out positive vibes to Donald Trump and Pence I throw out positive vibes to the liberals who lost to the Hillary Clintons I throw out positive vibes to the Trump supporters to the Trump haters we try and just increase positive totally Eastern philosophy very woo woo my science brain struggles with it but in the end who cares it works and there's people that tell you it works and it does it makes you feel better and in the end that's all we're doing and then lastly if you want pass on this episode to somebody rate and review my podcast on itunes on google on stitcher follow subscribe me go on to uh instagram facebook or twitter they're all at beautiful dust specs go to alexhofeld.com check out the blog you know just it's not much going on right there but just comment to me if you reach out to me and If anything... I'm struggling with this too. If this resonates with you and it feels good, please shoot me a comment on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook and let me know that this is feeling good for you. Let me know that this is working or beautifuldustbecks at gmail.com if you want to have a one-on-one conversation. I promise you I'll respond. It enlivens me with joy and happiness and it's amazing. And if you want, I can also, I have some hookups. I've been able to, been given some uh, affiliate connections with some pretty awesome companies that will supplementally make you feel good. Natural Stacks and Four Sigmatic Foods. One does supplements, the other does mushroom coffee that's just amazing so there's things that we can talk about but anyways that was a long outro sorry to keep you going there but share it help it be you be awesome be us you're all a walking talking thinking feeling amazing creatures you're all beautiful dust and i love you peace